Okay, testing. Uh, hi, Mr. Peña Fiel, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, man. Ah, perfect. Hey, it's it's very nice to have you here with me on my uh, class podcast. Uh, do you mind if I record this uh, Zoom meeting? No problem. No problem. Awesome. How are you doing over there? You're you're in your land escape uh, gallery right now, aren't you? Yes, I'm here right now uh, for this interview. Oh. So how many people is involved in this? Uh, so my project, project is a group of five people. We have a, we have a leader. We have a an outreach manager, and that's me. Uh, we have a researcher, and we have a, a host. I'm also being the host, and. So we're doing, um, I, this is my first art class that I've taken. I'm, I'm an artist myself. I'm trying to get my, my stuff on physical print, but um, we're learning about, you know, the styles, the history of art, the different artists and, you know, the roles of uh, museums and conservators and things like that. And uh, it's just really nice to see, to, to be able to interview someone who's actually at a gallery, has, has made some success of himself. Um, could you tell me a little bit about the work that you're exhibiting at Landscape? Yeah, um, so this idea of Landscape, uh, I've been working for the past year. Uh, uh -huh. The first iteration of this project was done uh, during an, an art residency in Corsicana, Texas. Okay. So that first project, uh, it's a multimedia installation. It's um, five different projections that uh, construct a landscape, an immersive landscape that the viewer can enter. Um, and there's the use of this uh, barbed wire uh, that divides the space. So the, the space is limited for uh, the viewer and viscerally limited with the barbed wires it's so you know it's so sharp in the eye and in the mind yeah and in the sense of these characters that uh, journey across this this landscape that are ever-changing uh, in this yeah. multimedia installation uh, there are 60 different of them and the idea of these characters, uh, these characters are masks. So the idea of identity, of covering identity mm -hmm. and, or assuming an identity, uh, which are um, topics that uh, we as migrants uh, go through like during the process of, of being uh, in another space or country. Yeah. Do you do you feel like um, by putting I, I find it interesting, the masks, because it in a way it it takes specific identity away and it kind of allows the person looking to be able to attribute whatever kind of whatever migration story might be in their head. You know, for someone who's in South America, it might be the border between Venezuela and Brazil, for instance, I'm, I'm in Brazil, but in America it might be Mexico, US. And, and I, like, I like that the masks can kind of give the, the viewer a little bit of independence, a little bit of freedom. Yes, and uh, definitely that's the, the, that's the point. Uh, yeah. So I'm not talking about uh, a specific, but the general idea of migration yeah. of moving through different landscapes and, and giving this anonymity to these characters, uh, not only by the mask, but also by the random clothes that they wear and even ah. uh, wearing animal masks. I too. saw that. Yeah. 
So how did how do you how did you how did you mix and match the clothing? Because the masks that that can kind of be a little straightforward, but then the clothing you'd really have to really confuse the style so it couldn't be you know uh, one country or another. Yeah. So the type of clothing or the patterns that the clothing have. Uh, it has like uh, different stripes or polka dots or mm -hmm. um, like grids and things like that are very contrasty. So yeah. the type of clothing that I choose is based uh, on on a, on a type of garment that looks drawn, like a drawing mm -hmm. in a way, because I'm mixing in the multimedia installation, I'm mixing stop motion animation made out of paper cuts drawings. Uh -huh. uh, so there is this um, juxtaposition of uh, these video characters that are real, performing in front of a green screen, but layered with these um, animations of drawings and that form a landscape. So it's, it's like an idea of belonging and not belonging. And in this case, uh, there's the, the real characters, but they are in a, in a very minimalistic, uh, setting or terrain that is uh, composed of one or two colors, basically. For example, yeah. this one is like kind of more desertic or arid terrain with the yeah. sky on the top. Or this one is like the vastness of the desert, like very sunny. So yeah. there's, there's these little hints here and there for, for the work. Wow, you know what? I, I... I'm picking up on that now that is very, very interesting and different landscapes with different colors and, and different meanings. It's uh it's very cool. How 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 did how long did it take for you to get your artworks exhibited in galleries and how was that process for you, you know, specifically with landscape? Um so this project um was uh awarded last year, uh the Night Art Challenge uh, by the Knight Foundation. Okay. Uh, for the production of these um, uh, ten large-scale paintings, and that will be that was that were um, proposed to be installed in a in an in, not immersive installation, but in an installation way, not just like yeah. white gallery and paintings on on the walls. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but, but it, it, it the wires really the wiring it kind of gives it it gives a a much, it gives a deeper dimension to to that than just you know the the yeah. paintings on a gallery i think that makes it immersive and and it doesn't need to be so out in your face something as simple as, yeah. as the barbed wires put, can really get you and it puts the viewer in a perspective so there huh. if there's two persons or three persons in the space uh you're gonna see the other person uh being segregated or or separated uh, oh. from these characters so if you're alone in the gallery, it's like, okay, you see these characters on the other side. But if there's someone else, then you really like get this other layer. So the, ah, the piece gets so, so the, in so a the way wires... activated by, by more people being in the space. <laughs> yeah, so the wires, they, they, they separate different sectors that, that you can have one person on one side and another person on the other. Well, let me show you. So the... Can I turn this around? Yeah. So basically, it's a, it's a hallway, okay. right? And then I have this 
fans of barbed wire. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, so the, the viewer can only go on this space. Okay. But they will be separate, basically. They cannot cross to the other side to to be part of the space of the paintings. Basically. Yes, I see, yeah. And I like uh, I like the pillars, the pillars that hold up. It kind of it really matches the the whole vibe. Yeah. So everything was constructed for for the space. Uh, oh. This is a even the the size of the paintings were uh, adapted for these walls. Yeah. yeah. So everything was in a way site specific paintings. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think it's very, very cool. You know, I'm well, I'm in Brazil now, but whenever whenever I visit Miami and hopefully this COVID will die down, I really want to see the uh, the exhibit. I, I have some I have some questions, um, which yeah. would be um, what, you know, in your journey, what artists were you most influenced by and, and what styles from those artists do you feel um you incorporate or helped you in discovering your your own style? So something that was very important in, in my development uh, was this professor in Broward College. Uh, I did four semesters of photography. Okay. And um, she's an artist um, mm -hmm. and she exhibits a lot in, in Europe. So for a couple of years, I was her assistant. Uh -huh. and her name is Teresa Deal. And um, I, well, I developed my work uh, through a lot of conversations and ideas uh, with her sharing, sharing different stuff. Uh, so it went back and forth. I influenced her and she influenced me. So there that's was how this. great. That's all, all great relationships are, have our two-way streets. Yeah, and that was a very, very important part of, of uh, defining what I was going to do, uh, just in the sense of creating something that is not commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. This is kind of the, the, the first uh, commercial thing that I create uh, being... Uh, like paintings on a white wall, more more like a gallery or oh, institutional okay. thing, instead of a multimedia installation, which is very large scale, like three times the space. And uh, but it's not as singular with you know each piece standing its yeah. own right. Yeah. So Teresa was one of them, but also the influence of not artists, but. Um, uh, art movements like uh, okay. German Expressionism and French cinema. So there's those type of aesthetic that um, there is a, a lot of surrealism or distorted uh, structures and and worlds. So this this idea of of, of the surreal of the of the distortion of reality uh, plays a lot with with my work and most of the work that I do is camera based. Uh, so the idea of mm -hmm. the camera being an instrument that captures reality, right? And it's mm -hmm. used uh, by the media to present evidence. Um, Speaking of, of, of your work, can I ask about a painting behind you? It's four paintings behind you. It's, it's, um, it's yellow and black. 
And as you're talking, it's it's going to be on your right side. Yeah. It's yellow and black. And as you're talking, I, I was wondering, what what do you see in this in this landscape? So this piece is called uh, Abyss. Yeah. So this is the, the last point where this guy is standing. He cannot go further. So ah, the yellow there. is like a cliff, a cliff-like yeah, like cliff. structure. Yeah. Ah, I really like what you did with the black there because you, you, I didn't notice on the way, you know, the, the, for some reason, the black stood out as what was positive, and it's really the negative. The yellow is is the yeah. what he's standing on, and it took me a while. But the black is very. I like that. It goes with the title abyss. Mm -hmm. And the, this top part over here is like the other side of, of the mountain. Ah, Cliff, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Very interesting. Sorry, I sorry to have interrupted you. I just I just saw oh, such no a problem. unique <laughs> landscape, and I, I wanted to ask about it. Um, yes. I, I won't take, you know, too much of your time. I got a couple more questions because I'm very, I'm very interested about the concept of, of migration, at least in your story. How, how, how does the concept of your artwork and migration, how, how has that come from your experiences you. or why, why is it something that's important? You. Oh, I couldn't hear you. At all. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Ah, perfect. So, so how are the concepts within your artworks um, derived from your experiences? How, what, what about migration has inspired you to make art? Yeah, so my personal experience of migrating to the U.S. and uh, with a tourist visa and overstaying my visa, mm. uh, being undocumented for a certain period of time and then working uh, with other migrants who came across the border and uh, knowing their experiences and well, just uh, trying to find those commonalities here and there and yeah. not talking about the, the specific, but the general. Mm. So yeah, and most of my friends also that uh, I went to school with, uh, most of them are, are migrants. So yeah. this, this, this thing repeats over and over again. So in a way, it's uh, talking about social justice, but um, not being too, too much of an activist, but to present mm -hmm. what is happening in the world. Yeah. yeah. How surreal and these things are and, and sometimes we make it normal by yeah. scrolling or, or wall on Facebook or Instagram, just seeing the same thing repeated over and over again. So. The idea with the work is to uh, approach these um, these uh, situations in a, in another way that captures the viewer attention and tell them, notice this is happening. Wow! Yeah. Well, it certainly does. I mean, you don't see. I think the juxtaposition of textures and patterns and just the the kind of green screen aspect of the background, everything about it does kind of grab attention and it's different. And I really think it does make an impact. So congratulations with your gallery. Um, my last my last question before I wish you all the success with, with the gallery all the way through. Uh, it's January. Um, this gallery is open until when? Until... November 14th. November 14th. And it's your other exhibit that's until January 14th, right? You have two? 
I have another one that's until January 24th. That's ah. in um, that's a group show where I have is that the a, New Orleans? That's the New Orleans one. Yes. Okay. Well, I have I have my last question for you is the fun question. What's your favorite part of your day when you're making art? Oh, finishing it. <laughs> well, finishing yeah, it. It's, it's, it's just uh, seeing it done. It's like uh, all of these works, I already have them in my mind. So mm-hmm. um, it's basically taking enough, a few months to, to really um, fabricate them in my head. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and probably designing them uh, digitally. And after that, they they can be produced. So when when I see it, when I see them, each individual of this piece, or even the installation, uh, yeah. it feels like I created a, an entity. So it's something that that lives by itself. Yeah, it yeah. Presence in in the space, it can affect an space or or an environment or a person. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have the, I have the same feeling right now. Most of my artworks, they're all in my mind. Well, some of them are digital and to actually see them come into physical fruition is going to be very rewarding for me as well. But yeah. um, I actually am really looking forward to an opportunity to come see your artworks, Mr. Pena Fiel. And uh, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, thank you it's very much, man. Here's, here's to us meeting together in Miami sometime for real and uh, best of luck. The same. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao, ciao.